Welcome to Job Sharing and Beyond, the future of work podcast that goes beyond the traditional nine to five. I am Karen Tischler, speaker, consultant, and host of the show, where we hear from global experts every other week to discover innovative solutions and tips on how to remain a relevant employer in the future. I'm delighted to introduce our guest today, Gabriel Rath. Gabriel is my first rapper guest. He hosts the German-speaking podcast New Work Chat, where he has interviewed experts in digital transformation about their biggest learnings, as well as discusses with his guests new work, work-life balance, and more. His guests have included the first Danish mayor in a German city, flexible work advocates, as well as his grandfather. Gabriel describes himself being between daddy mode and digital life. He's married, dad of three daughters, a digital strategist, working at Mandarin Median Agency, advising companies to implement concepts for internal and external communication and for digital transformation. He has been a blogger since 2005 and is a sought-after keynote speaker and guest blogger about many topics, including new work, work-life balance, and more. He raps from time to time with his old friend, Materia, for example, in front of the sold-out stadium in Rostock in front of 34,000 people. Welcome to the podcast, Gabriel. Hi, moin. <laughs> it is so nice to have you on the show today. As we have so many people from all over the world listening to us, can you tell them a little bit where are you currently and is there any site or food that is particular in your area that you could recommend? Mm. So um, let me see. Um, I'm Gabriel, father of uh, three girls, um, married husband. I, I live in Rostock, that's in northern Germany. I uh, work in uh, marketing and digital transformation for an agency. Um, what can I what can I tell you? Um, I have some German bread here, <laughs> speaking about food. Uh, I heard uh, German bakeries are famous in the uh, US or maybe also in Canada. Is that true? I, I think so. I mean, yeah, we, we even have a local bakery that um, the baker was trained by a German baker. So yes, and I, I tend to go there and eat sometimes some special pretzels. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, you know, so you've already mentioned it, Gabriel. Um, you're the dad of three girls. And could you tell our... Um, listeners a little bit more because um, so your website's title is between daddy modus and digital life which I just thought was such a perfect um, title okay when I became a dad I was uh, 30 years old and our first daughter um, was of course a, um, a big gift for us um, my wife and me and you know when, when, when your first um, kid is there, a lot of uh, crazy things happen. Like uh, you don't get a lot of sleep at night and um, you have to do a lot of things for the first time. And so I started writing about it uh, on social media, on, on Facebook, uh, like little uh, stories. 
um, about mm -hmm. funny things um, we were experiencing and uh, suddenly a hashtag um, developed uh, daddy modus that's like uh, daddy mode maybe in, in English yeah. so when I'm at home uh, with my family our little baby uh, a lot of these weird things happen and then I'm like in, in daddy mode, daddy modus. And um, a lot of people seem to, to like these posts uh, because they, they thought, oh, maybe I know this uh, too. Or they thought, oh, okay, that's how, it, how it's uh, like to be a father. Um, I, I don't need to have this maybe. So <laughs> uh, I started writing for a um, little magazine here in our uh, town in Rostock. Um, maybe once in a month, an article about my life as a dad. And then our second uh, girl came uh, later and a lot of more stories uh, happened. And then I started uh, to blog about it on my website. And um, with the third girl, a lot of these things um, repeated. So it was kind of boring to write it again. So I started to write about other things. And that's why uh, now I'm writing sometimes about family topics uh, because for me it's, it's very important to tell people that, that it's good to have a family, good to be married, good to have kids and that, it's, that there's a way to um, be a father, be a husband and also have a job and do your things and maybe make your music, what, what I do with hip hop maybe blog or maybe have a podcast you can do this nobody tells you that, that you don't that you are not allowed to do this you can do it and uh, just have to try it and that's what i do try to do it and uh, try to blog about it so share it well you are definitely the first rapper that is on my podcast so i'm very appreciative about it and it's just really interesting to hear and read about what you're doing because I still feel worldwide there is not enough recognition and awareness raising about care work done by dads. And so the more we can make that come out in the open that basically dads are, as, as one of my previous guests has said, dads can do any type of care work except for breastfeeding, which I just thought was a really good summarization. What I wanted to learn a bit more is, you know, you were talking about instead of saying like work life um, into, you know, work-life balance, it's more like work-life blending. And why do you say that? You know, a lot of people um, seem to think that they have to choose. Maybe I have a career um, and then first I, I my school, then I study at the university and then I have my job. Then I have to do some steps in my job to, to build a career and then maybe then um, have a kid and all these things. And I, I don't think that you have to choose between... Um, these sites, I think there there must be a way. There have has to be a way to to um, combine these worlds, and that's what a fulfilling life is for me. Uh, so I have a lot of roles. Sometimes I am the dad, the husband, and then I am the the guy who who's on stage uh, rapping songs. What I did a lot of times in my twenties. Now I'm forty. 
uh, maybe in the 30s. Um, now it's it's like a hobby. Sometimes um, I do it. And, and all these things, um, I, I, I don't think it's good to um, see them black and white, but more to see them as a lot of colors uh, that, that all belong to, to, um, yes, to your life. And you can design your life. And you can really um, do all these things in, in, in your day and not choose, but really blend these things. And uh, I think this is what we in Germany discuss uh, about the topic new work, because uh, back in the days, it was like, I have to go to work in the morning, and then I do my job. And then I'm lucky when I can go back home. And I'm lucky when the weekend is finally there. And I'm lucky when I'm old, because then I don't have to work. But I think nowadays, we have the possibilities um, to choose jobs uh, we like and maybe we um, we feel um, have a sense for us, um, have a purpose and at the same time uh, have our family life and to combine these uh, things that's what what is fulfilling for me and what I try to maybe I'll tell younger people that that it's um, that it's really good and that they don't have to do this, of that, you can do both. That is really interesting. And as you're mentioning the younger people, one of the things when I was doing research about you is that you are also now working with a school mm-hmm. to um, do like, you know, and again, I don't know if all the listeners know. So there is the concept of working out loud by John mm-hmm. Stepper, which is a, a program to um, basically find a goal and, and get collaboration and support from the community. And so I'm very curious how, or, you know, how exactly are you doing this in the school? You know, when my um, two older girls um, they came to a new school um, last year and um, like at the same time, um, the, the, the head of uh, the school, I don't know what you, what you say, director, is it director? In- oh, a principal, Prin- principal. Yes, the principal. Uh, wrote a message to me on LinkedIn. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it, it must be connected to my girls coming to a school, but no, um, he listened to a podcast uh, of me, I think, and he wanted to uh, know more about um, digital transformation and school transformation and uh, maybe asking me what I would think, what what he should do. And so we met and uh I said, uh, we can talk about tools like Microsoft Teams and Zoom and all these things that are important now in, in this Corona crisis. But what's more important is uh, that we discuss together with, um, with the teachers and together with the uh, uh, kids and with their parents. So all together that we discuss what is really important in the future, which, which future skills are important for us. So our school system in Germany is uh, more than 100 years old, maybe 200 years old. So, you know, kids go to school, they, they learn something by heart, go back and forget it. So we said in, in our jobs, in, in the work world, we, we talk about um, collaboration like 
um, working creatively together and um, agile maybe. Uh, why not uh, talk about it in, in, in schools? So how can we maybe take these things, take these learnings and um, talk about it with the, with the kids and the parents and, and the teachers? So we, um, we planned a series of uh, digital meetups, um, which we do since, I think, late October. Uh, mm -hmm. to the about the future skills um, which are maybe um, tomorrow we have the next uh, meeting about uh, being brave so oh, wow. mm -hmm. why it's important to be brave and there is like a, a mood that's the German word, uh, word is mood uh, for being brave and there is an academy in, in Hamburg in northern Germany the mood academy like mm. they um talk uh, with kids and parents and, and um, what, what it's uh, like to be brave and how can they be brave and, and so on. And so now we, we do these things and we, we said we have to uh, do it, um, we, we have to share it. So this is where Working Out Loud comes in a little bit, uh, where it's about mm -hmm. being transparent, share, share what, what you do and not only the results, but also the process. So. We, we stream all these meetups live on YouTube. So you can, uh, when, if you like, you can uh, watch it, not tomorrow, but maybe next time. And uh -huh. uh, what happened of course, is that um, people uh, watched it by, by accident because uh, they, they saw it on LinkedIn or on Twitter where we talk about it then. Mm -hmm. And then uh, somebody from Italy wrote in the first uh, meetup, oh, I, I just saw your live stream and I, maybe I can help you because I, I worked in these, in these uh, fields. And so we, we connected and that's the good thing like in our podcast now, how easy it is to connect worldwide right. and uh, get people together and um, work together on, on future topics. That, that's really interesting. Now, um, one of the things that I feel very strongly as far as future skills, and I feel you are already doing it as a dad describing what it's like to be a dad. Sometimes I feel in a school setting, it's still, you know, is maybe too stereotyped. And so in a way, talking about unpaid care in a school setting so that kids, both boys and girls, learn more about what it will be to take care of children or what the future of work will look like. I think that, you know, to me, that's always something I'm, I, you know, here in the US and in Canada, there's something called take your um, kids to work day. And I feel one should reverse it and say, take your manager to unpaid care work um, mm -hmm. at home, basically. And so I feel if children already know what it's like in the future, it, it just sort of will help them maybe more to not have that, I know what the word is, idolized idea of what it is to have a family. Because I feel sometimes when you look at, I don't know, movies or so on, you know, as you described earlier you know nobody talks about the hours that one stays awake when the child doesn't sleep at night etc so I don't know is that something that you guys are also looking into as far as like sort of you know just exposing children what it really is like to 
you know, take care of children. Yes, of course. Um, I think it's, it's, it's really about um, dreaming, thinking about what could be, um, what might be, not just, um, not just reading uh, the text that somebody wrote uh, centuries ago, but just thinking about it, um, just reflecting about it. Is it really important? Uh, how could we do this differently? And um, maybe also talk about um, how can we improve our society, our uh, right. family life, social life, um, talking about responsibility and Luckily, a lot of companies now start to talk about um, responsibility in society here in Germany. Like maybe 10 years ago, it was like a marketing topic to talk about what we can do for society. But now I, I have the, the impression that um, there, there is more. But even this uh, school um, project, we want to talk with the kids, with the parents, with the whole community, um, what could the future be like? Um, how can we build the future, design the future? Because it's our future. We, we don't want to wait for it. We want to uh, really build it. And uh, so there is a responsibility even for the kids now, not just uh, taking uh, what they get, but really think about what they what they can do now so what they need is time so one one uh, little project uh, we started is uh, the friday in german that's like a word play frei means free so it's right. like a free day so what the what the kids uh, get is like free time on friday two mm -hmm. three or four hours maybe and they they there is a, a certain problem in this free time. They can think about um, to, how, how they would solve uh, this problem together. So um, they can uh, maybe visit companies or um, calling somebody, uh, however, whatever, really try to be creative, not just do what others tell them to do, but really think about uh, how can we solve this problem now. And um, there are very, very good um, experiences so far because the kids really start to think for themselves, um, not just like consuming, but really creating. And that's, I think it's a very important uh, thing to do. Um, and that's what we can teach our kids. Um, how, just asking them, how would you do it? And what would you do? Maybe if you were the president or if you were the CEO, what would you do? Or if you were maybe the governor and kids need to, to dream about it and just think for themselves. Oh, maybe, maybe it is possible to uh, fly to the moon one day or to do this and that and um, like be really open-minded. I really like that because it really helps the children then to, as you said before, go beyond the sort of maybe more structured type of school system and yeah instead of just consuming all information coming to them be more yeah thinking for themselves by themselves and um, coming up with more innovative ideas so I think that's awesome mm -hmm. and now you 
you you mentioned you know say being a president one day or a governmental um, person and um, when I was doing my research and I looked at the guests that you have had on your podcast new work chat it is such a broad range of people among others the um, mayor of your town in Rostock mm -hmm. but also people from new work and your own grandfather. So yes. could you share? That was that was really a very fascinating um, episode for me to listen from a historic point of view. So I learned so much. So please tell your grandfather, I really appreciate having him on the show and learning yes, from I him. Will. Yeah. I so um, thank you. And so, yeah. So could you just sort of, you know, give our um, listeners a little bit of an overview of your um, podcast? Um, uh, I started my, my podcast um, as an experiment, just figuring out um, what I can do with a little effort because I, I don't have a studio at home or something like that, just my laptop and uh, headset, a little microphone. But I think it's not about the perfect quality of sound. It's more about being um, authentic and... Uh, mm -hmm maybe asking the right questions to interesting people. So I did this like blogging on my website in the beginning for myself. And I, I thought this is an experiment and I want to learn. I want to learn, get to know people, learn from them, but also at the same time learn about topics um, which I work on maybe in, in my job or other topics um, like the question how how do you manage um, family and uh, work life job? How, how do you do this? Because um, it's like a big topic for, for all of us now when we have our office at home and um, the world's um, mix up. So I started this uh, podcast one and a half years ago and um, I had no big goals. I just um, did this, enjoyed it, learned a lot and maybe uh, improved. So, um, like, you know, when you, when you uh, keep on doing something, you, you tend to improve, get better, get better, maybe guess with um, followers on, on LinkedIn and Twitter, and then they share it. So your podcast becomes um, um, known or maybe even famous or popular if, if you do a good job but that was not my goal to to be in the top lists or best rankings of uh, whatever uh, podcast but do this for me and that's like um, that's my reason to do it I, I want to learn and in, in every episode I, I learn a lot even when I interviewed my own grandfather which uh, is 89 years old um, I learned a lot because I asked the questions that I never asked. And so mm. I think everybody can be a poster, even if you don't have your own show. It's about asking the right questions to not only the right people, but, but in general. I think everybody uh, has, has a certain topics uh, and is an expert in, in certain topics. So you can learn something from from maybe anybody so and that's what i learned um when i when i did this podcast um it's, it's not about um 
finding the best experts or the the people with the with the most uh, relevance or so on but it's about asking them questions um, that are important for me and maybe also for them sometimes and, and I like it uh, sometimes they say oh I haven't thought about it or maybe nobody asked me this um, before like my own grandfather I asked him um, about his childhood in the 1930s so um, he really um, had to remember and you could feel how he um, like revealed a, a lot of his old uh, secrets he said it's like opening a box of memories that's the image he used and um, for for years he had had not even touched this box or thought about this box and now you're asking these questions and and you don't ask these questions when you maybe celebrate a birthday or you know drink a right. cup of coffee you don't have these uh, uh, situations to ask um, questions so I only can recommend uh, for, for everybody to um, just take time, meet with people, uh, ask about uh, where they're from, how, how they do what they do. And I think we can, we can learn a lot from each other. I think that's a really good idea to, you know, and it goes in the same, like, you know, theme what we were talking about collaboration. And if you do that on a worldwide basis, even more, you know, from different cultures. And so now your focus is very much new work. For some reason, I would say in the US and Canada, that, you know, definition or what people talk about more here tends to be like the future of work. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was like, looking at the differences. So what, if somebody said to you, how would you define new work from your perspective and from when you talk to people, what would you say? I think um, if you talk about new work, um, the term um, goes back to Friedrich Bergman, who um, worked in the 80s and in the US and uh, worked with uh, General Motors and um, helped them, helped the employees to to find a sense in work again. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people still today don't like to work because it's like Friedrich Bergman wrote in his book. It's like a soft illness, something like that. You you can mm -hmm. you can take it, but you are very lucky if work is, is finished, is over. So I think uh, time is. Uh, limited so why waste it with work you don't like right maybe, right. maybe uh, back in the days it, it was different you had to do certain jobs and i asked my grandfather in my podcast um how did you uh start or choose your first job he said um there were he was in a little village and um, there were maybe two or three like stores little shops uh and he just went to one and asked if, if there was work and then he stayed there. So there, there weren't these um, possibilities to choose and these um, all, all these uh, things you can do now. Now you can go on the World Wide Web and go to every country, apply everywhere. So this is like overwhelming for a lot of young people. However, I think it's very important to to ask yourself what you want to do. Friedrich Bergman said, everybody should ask themselves 
um, what you want uh, to do really, really. So he's, he said it two times. And I think a lot of a lot of people in, in our society, they don't ask themselves what they want to do. They just work and um, think that's it. But I think there's more. I think it's, it's very um, fulfilling for yourself and for the others. It's, it's very helping if, if you do a job that that is connected with a certain purpose um, that that uh, goes with responsibility. So even if you are in a big company, you can take responsibility and um, think about what could I do, not just taking orders. So this is new work when we talk about bigger companies don't um, don't just, uh, or maybe in the past, they just uh, gave orders, like you have to do this, you have to do this, big hierarchy uh, issues. And um, now I think the healthy companies, the successful companies, they they give um, their employees really freedom to to decide, to discuss uh, responsibility, and this is kind of new in, in a lot of um, uh, in a lot of parts in our uh, system that the, the employees are not their human resources like back in the days, like time and bricks and, and all this, but right. they're really people with family problems and all these things, and they have to manage all these things. And I think the companies are successful or more successful if they really treat employees like people, like human beings with problems, with ideas, with potential, and it's about to unlock this potential to ask the people, the employees, what what do you want to do? How do you want to develop? And uh, not just looking at at employees like um, chess figures. I really like that. It's, it, I, I don't know if you know, but I tend to quote SAP often as a best practice. And I really think one of the things they do so amazingly well is to focus on their employees and making sure, like when I look at what they have done during the pandemic, when they realized, for example, that um, a lot of their employees were by themselves, living by themselves and having all these online barbecues and also um, changing every management position into a job sharing um, potential. And, and by doing so, enabling, from my perspective, a much more diverse workforce, because maybe somebody who, um, due, due to their you know, work-life balance or having to take care of elderly relatives, simply could not work full-time at the time. So, and well, interestingly enough, also, what um, turned out is that 43% of the people who are actually um, doing the job sharing on a um, co-leadership basis are male. So it, you know, as we've talked earlier, it goes back to, it's not just focused on um, women. Um, so like, you know, when I looked at your resume and what you have done, it, it was very interesting, you know, as you were saying, like it, an employee is no longer just like, you know, an object that gets shifted around and um, and all the different things you have implemented. Could you just tell our listeners a little bit of your background and um, why you've decided to do what you've done so far in your professional life? You know, I worked for, for a lot of companies. I'm not the 
type of guy who works um, 50 years from the same company. I, I need new ideas, new people, mm -hmm. new challenges. So right. um, after um, studying, um, I worked for a lot of agencies in, in Hamburg in, in advertising, social media marketing, um, for instance, and uh, online public relations. And um, then our first daughter was born. So we moved back to Rostock, uh, where I grew up. And I worked for a startup. It was a very exciting time. A little team, a lot of pressure, working uh, long, but um, achieving a lot. Then I worked for uh, um, like 400 uh, people uh, big um, company developed software um, that was a good time for our family because our second uh, daughter was born so this was uh, fitting but um, kind of boring after uh, some years and then I worked uh, for a, a bank mm -hmm. um, that was kind of surprising for a lot of my friends because I'm not the typical bank bank guy with a base cap and working for a startup and rapping hip-hop and all these things but I I, um, I like the challenge uh, to um, um, move something there in a environment that is um, how to say um, like old um, maybe conservative conservative exactly Thank you. Um, but there were some people who wanted to do new things, um, like introducing a social intranet for social collaboration in the company. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, let's uh, let's try it. Worst thing could be um, I fail, but then I learn something. So life goes on. So uh, I was there uh, for four years, um, and it was a very um, intense time. And after four years, I moved on to the agency I work for now. Uh, like they are, they are doing digital marketing and uh, employer branding, uh, helping other companies in recruiting and digital transformation. You work, uh, which is like my, my favorite topic there. And now I can um, help companies or even schools um, in their uh, transformation uh, from the old world of work and um existing maybe uh to to a new type and you know the world is is, is moving uh, faster now uh, because of the digitization um the internet um artificial intelligence um all these things uh, robots uh and so etc they they really um changed um the world and, and so companies need to change too they, they have a lot of new challenges. They need a new um, talents. They have to build a culture where the employees um, feel, how to say? Like um, appreciated, yes, maybe. appreciated. And they feel they contribute and stay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, then they have to be, companies need to be more creative than ever, develop, developing new ideas because a lot of new little companies like startups uh, disrupt um, bigger uh, um, companies and, and, and so on. So you have to be um, 
creative and innovative and innovation is something that um, was neglected in a lot of companies and now pe people have to work together collaborate exchange ideas uh, feedback is more important than ever and what i do is um, try to help companies or maybe people um, to develop new ideas uh, helping them working together with tools, but also with, with a certain skill set and what is even more important than a new mindset. Because you, you can choose every tool, can buy um, Microsoft Teams and Slack and all Google, all these uh, tools, but if you don't have the mindset to use it uh, in the correct way to share things, work together, giving feedback, if you don't do this, um, the best tool won't help you. So it's even more important to, to discuss, and that's what I do and what, what I love to do, how can we really develop uh, our culture so that we use tools in a different way, that we use new tools, of course, um, so that every idea uh, can be a good idea, not, not only the, the uh, manager has... Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> has these good ideas, but everybody can have them. And if you have the appreciation, um, and I have had some uh, um, some time in in, uh, in Hamburg where I worked for this agency, there was a culture like um, everyone, everybody can have a good idea. And, uh, doesn't matter who he is. And that's a attitude um, I, I really liked and I, try to um, work with uh, nowadays uh, still in my job, so to say. It, it sounds really interesting that, you know, a lot of the skills and experiences you have, you applying now to your current job. And um, maybe, as you said, somebody might not have expected you to work at a bank, but I'm sure you learned some skills from there and it allows you maybe to come up with some solutions because of all the different um, experiences you have had overall. And um, so one of the questions I had going back to you being a dad, what skills do you feel you have learned from being a dad, from doing unpaid care work that you feel you can apply to your current job, for example? Uh, focus, being focused uh -huh. on one thing, not trying to do a lot of things. Um, I think we adults tend to do a lot of things at the same time, but scientists um, often repeat that it's it's not good or maybe not even possible. So, you know, when kids play, they just play. They are right. deep in in. In, in the um, in the game in the play, and I think that's really good to to focus and uh, be. In German, we say achtsam. Uh, I think uh -huh. there's a word. Uh, mindful, yes, maybe. Mindful, of course, mindful. Um, just doing one thing, maybe doing it a little bit slower. Mm -hmm. Not being in a rush all the time. This is something I learned from my kids, then um, being curious, asking questions, asking why. Um, sky is blue, why? 
uh, because and then you know <laughs> as a dad to try to answer and uh, the why never stops and I think it's very important for us um, to, to ask why in the company world uh, in society in, in family um, topics uh, why, why are we doing it and that's the only thing that is motivating it at the end so um, asking questions asking why uh, and then um, having just having fun maybe uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes I think uh, there are maybe even friends of mine now I'm 40 I was born in 1980 and I have some uh, friends from from my own old uh, school and sometimes I think they they could be 50 60 years old like they behave uh, so um, like the attitude right right yes. yeah so yeah. um <laughs> I miss the fun. I miss the fooling around sometimes when I see others. And I just try to keep the, uh, the fooling around, the joking, um, just doing stupid things. Uh, you know, kids love it. Just uh, throwing socks around the room and everything. Um, and I don't know, maybe we, we men, um, fathers, uh, we also like to do it because it's, it's in our nature, like the little kid in us still lives, but even in, in your job, you can have fun and do things and, and just, um, I, don't, I don't know how to describe it, but uh, I think if we lose uh, the fun, lose the, the joy um, in our job, but also, of course, in, in our family life, then um, we are, uh, we are like in a, in a, um, in, in German, we would say, uh, in, like in, like a rat in yeah. a hamster. Yeah, like a hamster. Maybe is it a hamster in in uh, something <laughs> wheel? But I see, I can't remember like the word. Like a hamster either, in but a wheel. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. like this routine. It's a downward you know? spiral, right? This routine. It's, yeah. Right, um, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, like getting up because it's my time. My clock says six o'clock. I have to get up. Eating the same breakfast maybe every day. And I know we need routine helps us to uh, be um, um, like stabil. How do you say? Um, well, it, it, it's like maybe support. You know, like yeah, I I know. Like it, it like uh, see, I can't think of the word either. It's um, <laughs> it's sort of is it grounded? That's the word. Grounded. It helps you yes. to be grounded. Uh -huh. us be grounded. Yeah. But at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, we have to break out sometimes and uh, do yeah. uh, stupid things and do things um, outside your comfort zone. So yeah. every 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 year I, I try to do something um, I never did. Um, like two years ago, I started running, and um, and that was a day I ran a half marathon, like twenty two kilometers uh -huh. maybe sometimes i even uh, uh succeed in, in running a marathon maybe i don't know uh, or this year no no last year we started um ice bathing in the baltic sea and that was amazing i you know i read about it i was like that's just so brave i've done it one time and it was cold it was really <laughs> cold <laughs> but uh if, if you do uh things outside your comfort zone um you're ki kind of uh happy uh, after it because 
you say, okay, I could do this. It, it didn't kill me. Uh, it was a new experience. Uh, how do you say it? Uh, the horizon was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, widened. widened. Right, right, yes. right. Yeah. Uh -huh. And maybe it was even fun. Like ice bathing is fun now for us because we are doing it um, for months now. And of right. course, it's getting colder. Like uh, today we, we used our um, lunch break and the Baltic Sea was three degrees. I don't know. Um, yeah, we, we here in Canada, it's also Celsius. So yeah, uh, it's also cold. Celsius. Very, very yes, cold. Very, very cold. Yes, but yes, what, yes. What happens is that the, the body um, works against the cold, um, mm -hmm. warm, warming up. So yeah. it's uh, like a bioshock. That's what I read about it. And that's, okay. uh, that's, that's an experience you only have when you use drugs or something. So uh, what, I, what I would not do, but this is a very natural thing and it helps your body um, to um, like come stronger and not okay. getting sick uh, so easy. So um, you're not only feeling good after it, but uh, you have a new experience and um, I think we, we should break out of our routine sometimes, um, trying out things. Um, one time I, I had this uh, dream, this wish to um, uh, jump out of a window with a, a balloon, <laughs> how do you say? Uh, okay, um, um, a parachute? <laughs> parachute, yes. I, I did this okay. in the tandem with, with an experienced okay. uh, uh, jumper, of course. But um, I don't, I would not say I have a bucket list, but I, I once read that people um, who are on their deathbed, who are asked uh, what they um, deny, is it deny? Uh, regret. It's regret. 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 Yes. Mm -hmm. What they regret, uh, they, they all, they, a lot of them say, I, I would, I would, uh, have tried this or that, maybe starting a company, a known company, or doing this, just trying things out. And a lot of, of them said, I, I just did this because I thought uh, I should do it. People expected it. Uh, I, I did my job because my, my father wanted me to do this job, or I had maybe new children because I wanted to do my job. And I think now is the time to experience things, trying things out, um, asking questions, um, think about purpose for your life, for your work. Um, and if you don't do this in your 20s, 30s, or maybe 40s, if we don't teach these things our kids, then uh, it, it, I'm afraid it, it is too late. Uh, and this is what my grandfather said when I interviewed him in my podcast. Um, he said, I did this, tried that. And I thought, yes, I want to do this um, too. I don't want to work um, until I'm 70 years old when I don't need to work. And then I can do things. No, I, I want to do things now. Choose a job I like. Um, so... It's about uh, reflecting what you want and it's about um, saying no. Maybe this is also important to teach our kids saying no, not always do what, what everybody tells you to do, but 
think about what you want to do and what you don't want to do. That sounds great. Now, Gabriel, is there anything else that you would like to tell our listeners that we haven't talked about today? Um, like I mentioned uh, in our little uh, chat before, I, I really would like to visit uh, Canada. And fun fact is I worked for the Canadian uh, Travel Commission uh, for six months when I was in oh, Hamburg. Wow. Uh, I worked for this uh, agency, uh, DDB. They're like a global uh, agency. Uh -huh. And uh, we worked together with uh, DDB Canada. I don't know if they were a place in, in Vancouver even. So mm -hmm. um, I had all these beautiful pictures of Canada and videos and I... Um, Like I managed the social media sites, the German sites, uh, Facebook, mm -hmm. YouTube, and so on. Uh, Flickr. Uh, I, th I think nowadays nobody talks about Flickr anymore, by the way. <laughs> But uh, I also, I, every day I saw these nice pictures of uh, Banff and um, Vancouver, oh, yeah. Toronto, and Lake Louise and uh, all these things. But I haven't uh, been there until now. So uh, that... That would be very nice to visit Canada, visit uh, Vancouver one day. And um, so, so there is a little uh, connection uh, even now. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be wonderful. It really would be. And, you know, to make that happen also, you know, that would mean that the whole pandemic and everything is back to like, you know, I don't think it'll ever be back to normal, normal, but it'll be whatever new normal is defined. Yes. Yeah. Now, how can people find you on, um, you know, social media? So I have this uh, blog, gabrielrat.com. Uh, um, mm -hmm. It is on German, but uh, maybe Google Translate will help you. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. Maybe LinkedIn is, is an easy way to connect. Um, uh, so yeah. I'm on a lot of social media platforms. Um, not not every time to uh, use it heavily, but to feel what is happening there. So you can try social media. You can check out my podcast, New Work Chat, of course, newworkchat.de. That's the uh, domain. Yes, that's it. And I just have to say this. I feel your podcast beginning i don't think i've ever seen or listened to one that is as authentic because basically you have one of your children actually do the intro and i just think it is <laughs> such a perfect start because it really shows who you are and how as we talked earlier about you know that it is the life work blending and so i just wanted to say like it it really is such a good idea and it really you know shows who you are so I really appreciate that you came onto the show, Gabriel. It was a Thank pleasure you for me. very, very much. So uh, what, what, I, uh, what I thought is uh, I have to improve my English again <laughs> because I don't uh, talk uh, so much in English right now. Uh, we have uh, in Rostock, we have a big harbor where a lot of um, big ships um, board, or how do you say, when they... Come um, to the harbor. Well, they they just arrive, but arrive. I guess yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. or, or dock, dock. dock. I think maybe dock. Yeah. Exactly. Uh -huh. And and a lot of American tourists um, 
oh. uh, come come to uh, Germany because uh, we have only two hours to Berlin and a lot of them um, oh, arrive okay. in, in Rostock uh, with the big mm -hmm. ships um, and then they drive to Berlin uh, visiting the Berlin Wall etc. So um, sometimes we meet get to know some uh, American tourists and then you talk in English but uh, I'm missing the exercise so that's what I should do speak more in English <laughs> but I hope well, you I, understood what I was trying to say <laughs> absolutely I thought it you know worked really well and I'm very appreciative that you were willing to come and talk about your experience to make more people learn more and um, you know, see what work-life blending can be from a dance perspective and a new work-focused um, uh, you know, professional. So thank you very, very much. I thank you. I so appreciated Gabriel's willingness to come onto the show today and tell us about his experience regarding new work and work-life blending in Germany so that more people around the world can learn about it. And it really has inspired me that I'm planning, hopefully in 2021, to also go onto a podcast as a guest on a Spanish-speaking podcast. And I will definitely have to catch up on my Spanish because it's been many years since I was um, staying in a Spanish-speaking country. One more thing before we are ending this episode, please be sure to fill out the survey that I have put together for this first season of Job Sharing and Beyond, because I really want to make sure that for season two, which is starting sometime in March, that I get all the feedback to ensure it is the most helpful and the most, um, the best advice and best practice that people are looking for who have been listening to my podcast and who are also um, trying to share these best practice examples around the world in their organization or in their respective country. So, please go to the website that is Emily's Path Consulting's website. So E-M-I-L-Y-S-P-A-T-H dot C-A. And I will also put a link to the survey in the show notes. And I really look forward to seeing you guys listening to the last guest episode, which is next week with Chris Park. And that will complete the guest episodes for season one of Job Sharing and Beyond. There will be several more episodes summarizing some of the topics we have discussed over the nearly past year. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We hope you gained valuable insights and new ideas. To keep listening to future episodes, please head over to iTunes or your favorite player and subscribe and give it a rating. We would very much appreciate a review and for you to share it on social media so more people can start innovating in how they offer employment. Until the next time, goodbye!